Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Ah, it's me. Hi. Hi. Uh, my co-ghost, Alicia, is here. Hi. Hank is here. Hank's here. Hank, Hank is here. looking out the newly built screen door. Likes it. And our wonderful guest today, friend of the podcast, fabulous musician, happy to have him here, Nick Kurgovich. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hank has just uh, been nosing my Epiphyte's delight <laughs> that I got while we were in Squamish. I thought he was going to get into it, but it's fine. He does this thing where, and I watched him do it this morning with something he was afraid of. I left the closet door ajar last night and he woke up in the middle of the night and decided he was afraid of something and in the closet, which I always am a bit worried about mice because we've had them before in the house and... Not in a long time, but he sometimes wakes up in the night and is like, uh, make, looking at noises or corners in the yeah, room. Yeah, it's and, scary having the closet door open. Yeah. <laughs> so he quickly nosed the closet door, kind of punched it with his face and then ran away. <laughs> it was really cute. He's so brave. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's all, he's so all he really like up. If he wants to see what something's made out of, he hits it pretty hard with it, with his face. He makes up for your lack of curiosity. He yeah. really does. <laughs> You really does. You complete each other, as it turns out. Oh. We have a lot in common, too. <laughs> yeah. The dog and dark, poofy I, hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> dark, poofy hair. Everywhere. <laughs> what is this character? <laughs> it's my not a farmer character. <laughs> yeah. This is like the farmer's vampire <laughs> twin brother. <laughs> vampire. Vampire Bill. Dog oh, vampire poof. Bill. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, that's not a character. And then I was like, I forgot how much I love that show. Uh, I can never forget. So good. Did you watch True Blood? No, it's I don't really do. Bad shows? <laughs> dragons or vampires. It's Fair a good enough. Rule. Good rule. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good rule. If there was a show about like killer orcas, mm. but they were really cool and the dialogue and was really super sharp. sexy. Mm. <laughs> they're super sexy. Mm. <laughs> They had rippling muscles underneath mm. their blubber. God. <laughs> okay, we've just created a whole uh, fetish community. Yeah. Probably just kidding. I don't take, yeah, no, I do not take credit for that. I, I always... did read Anne Rice when I was younger. Oh, really? Because like there's, you know, that pocket of being a kid where you're being just like trying she to She did crank. the vampires, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying did, to crank what? Well, like just your precociousness <laughs> yeah. by like rounding up in things that are age appropriate. <laughs> so like in the 90s, I was just like Stephen King, but like his like later period or whatever, you know, needful things. And yeah. You know, Dolores Claiborne and Anne Rice fit right in there too. Yeah. Yeah. She, but she. She also did witches. She did? <laughs> I think there's witches and yeah. Oh, nice. All, all sorts of spooks. I never speaks. <laughs> speaks. <laughs> I never read any of those things. I was too busy reading like child adventure stories mm, for mm. far too long mm. past the. I age read all that of those I things. Have. I really relate, yeah. and I liked how it, uh, like rounding up, looking at it that way. Anytime my mother would put down a novel, I'd like pick it up and disappear. Yeah, I remember reading Perfume when I was really young, and it's very graphic, <laughs> serial killer yeah. novel, and gross and. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is what I was looking for. <laughs> and like probably had like a cherry popsicle in one hand and was just like dripping. <laughs> like, what is happening? I just imagine every time you tell a story from your childhood too that you're wearing like an eye patch. Well, no, like giant makeup. Like, oh, yeah, because like, of that drag queen makeup. 
I really did sneak out of the house with makeup like all the time. I think that's really cool. Whoa. And also once with a padded bra. Like and a Scooby Doo turtleneck. Bra? My mom had a padded bra and she just gave it to me to play with. Um, you know, like for dress up and stuff. And mm-hmm. she never imagined that I would find my tightest yellow Scooby Doo turtleneck Whoa. and then pull it over and put a bunch of makeup on and leave the house at six. I imagine that you <laughs> Put the makeup on and then put on the turtleneck. And Most it likely, completely streak down your face. Most likely, I was re- I really always loved makeup. Yeah, I would just dress up like a weird urchin and go out on the sidewalk and try and sell. That's cherries. because your parents loved Les Misérables. That's true. <laughs> I yeah. loved Les Misérables. You too. do actually. I, yeah, yeah, did and do. Yeah. Uh, you have something in common <laughs> with my parents because my dad went to go see Les Mis 14 times in a row. Oh my gosh. And like ran out of uh, showings of it in Vancouver. So then would go down to Seattle and Aww. follow the like touring company. Oh my God. Les Mis head. I've seen it twice. I saw it once Same. in like the early 90s. Yeah. And then I saw the reboot that just opened on Broadway like a couple of years ago. And it was like fully jacked. The production was like. <laughs> I think lasers will may as well have had lasers. Like it was like really high tech and like really fast. Like I think it was fully geared for tourists with short, short attention spans of, Hmm. of our time who don't care about like uh, drama or history or anything. Like I went with my friend Mo who'd never seen it before. And she was like, the whole time she's like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> wow. Because it's long, but they were just like racing through it. Huh. It was crazy. Now I'm kind Not of good. thinking, like, yeah. Because like Gav Rosher, the whatever, the like kid dies, he gets shot. Yeah. And it's like the super dramatic moment. <laughs> just like, what is going and on? And they're yeah. like, next scene. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I saw it once when I was three and once when I was six. Mm. And I cannot, cannot believe that my parents spent money on a ticket for a three-year-old and I a saw cats at four. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that's true. That's perfect for a child. Yeah, I get a lot out of it probably at four. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to be a cat. <laughs> yeah. I still wanted to see you didn't cats be when I was a kid. French Revolution. But I realized I would have been really frightened. Mm. It, well, I didn't, I feel like I would have liked it more if I wasn't such a snarky teen when I saw it. Uh, because it's like, they're aliens also? There's UFOs? It's a flying tire. It's a flying tire? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Les Mis, my parents also like I actually I was going to give you a Les Mis shirt because I found a stash of like 20 80s style unworn t-shirts, Les Mis shirts. Oh my God. But then I did a band photo shoot for Energy Slime and everyone I was just like everyone wear a Les Mis shirt. <laughs> but then none of them gave them back to me. I was like yeah. trying to collect them back Oof. from everyone. And I don't blame them. It's like beautiful iconography. <laughs> Hank. What is he honking at? So where, back where to <laughs> back to Les Mis. Anyway, so my favorite character. No, I'm just kidding. Cosette. <laughs> I, well, my parents like wanted me to be Cosette so much that mm-hmm. they made me audition for a bunch of musical theater and I would have to sing Castle on a Cloud. Love it. I don't know if that would have been my own choice as a child, <laughs> but. Uh, I like her arch nemesis's songs better. Oh, yeah. Eponine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been so She's long. It's tragic. It's all tragic. Doesn't That's everyone true. die? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, we're all gonna anyway, die. this has been Reverie of the Bar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they're making a live movie, uh, like a cat's movie. It's in production. Really? Which is going to be wow crazy. You're wow. excited, right? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, 
with humans or cats? Yeah, no, like how- <laughs> and cats cassette. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like Jake Gyllenhaal is like really old Deuteronomy. Really? <laughs> that would be amazing if it was just Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and he could be Mr. Mistopheles. Oh my god, he's totally Mr. Mistopheles. Like on his high off of La La Land. Yeah. He's just like, that's my audition tape for Mr. <laughs> Mistopheles. Um, so for all you cat heads out there, uh, you're welcome. And yeah. for everyone else who's a normal person, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the podcast is called Let's Relive Our Favorite Musical Theater. Oh, no, I don't have any. Oh, no? really? I don't like musicals, that? really. So oh. I was very, I tried to be really polite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's it's not, it's a... Uh, I like live theater. I do like live musicals, but um, I just never really got into them the way a lot of people have. And I was too shy to ask for money to go see Les Mis in high school. So all the other kids went and they got the cool sweatshirt and I felt like so resentful towards them. Oh, that was us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With the sweatshirt. I oh, still yeah. have the sweatshirt. Me too. <laughs> so it's also tied up in this weird I will stuff not around wear my money shirt around you. No, it's fine. I just wanted that experience and didn't ever ask for stuff like that. I don't know if I, I just asked for really expensive snowsuits. I just had it thrust upon me. Like my parents were both so into it that they their keychains for the entirety of the nineties were the lamez <laughs> like ticket in gold. Yeah. Really <laughs> weird. Anyway, um, just kidding. It's retail nightmares. Uh, so Nick, yes. you know how the show goes. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Uh, Long-time fan. <laughs> thank you. Uh, do you... Have you worked retail? I don't know any jobs you may or may not have had. Yeah, I have, but it was a long time ago. Yeah? Yeah. I One rainy night, I got a call from Future Shop when I was like 19. Oh. That they accepted my application and they were doing interviews. And so I hopped on a bus and got hired there for the Christmas season. Oh. And I stayed there for about a year until I got fired. Mm. Why did you get fired from Future Shop? Because there was like a shift in, a man, like a, there was a promotion situation where the manager lady left and then my coworker Brandy got her position and she was just so thrilled that it was like kind of like a big break and she needed to like really clean house. And cause wow. we were like formally on the same level. Oh no. So she knew up. <laughs> well, I don't know. You knew all her secrets <laughs> yeah, though. I knew all her secrets and she just, yeah, she had to get rid of any dissenting voices. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and yeah, you were only supposed to play music in the store that we had at least 10 copies of. And she walked in and I was playing, remember that band, the avalanches? No. Cause they were just like, Oh, it was a hype record. And, 2000 and I was playing that and it's like full of samples and there was like horses galloping and whinnying <laughs> when she walked in after a coffee break and she just pointed at the thing she's like what is this and I was like it's fine it's and I she's like you need to change it and I was like mm, and I didn't and the next morning I got fired wow that. yeah. that's, that's the not very good thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ever heard any I mean I guess. wanted to go it was one of those things yeah. like where I just wasn't like ripping the band-aid off myself because I'm yeah I'm not the person that usually does that. I'm not a band-aid ripper. Either. When I was younger, especially. Yeah. I might do it now, but yeah. Alicia just started a new job and it's in the course of the time that we've known each other. I've had two jobs and she's had four. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. This is my fourth. Yeah. It doesn't feel very good. Really? 
No, I'm not. I am a like I've been thinking about it. I will take risks, um, but only when necessary. Hmm. And so it's been a feeling like a lot of just everything's always up in the air. I'm just getting into new offices, mm -hmm. figuring out things, and. But this new job has free cheesecake, so <laughs> that's true. So that's a pretty plus. exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, was this Future Shop in Vancouver? In Coquitlam. It was in Coquitlam. By Coquitlam Center. Okay. I think it's the best buy now. So you grew up in Coquitlam. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in Burnaby. Oh wow. For the listener, there's this magical place where the two meet called Burquitla. I lived like basically <laughs> a few blocks from there. Didn't you have an album or something called yeah. Burquitla? Burquitla Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm reading Charlie Demers's book right now that talks all about Burquitla. Really? And I feel very odd while I'm reading it. I'm like, this is just so for me. Yeah, like This used to be my playground. <laughs> that's exactly what I sing every page I turn. It takes me a really long time to read. Have you listened to that song recently? No. It's crazy. The intro is just instrumental and really slow in like a minute. Like no oh. intros of any songs are a minute anymore. There are so many though from yeah. that era that you're just like, when is the song <laughs> gonna start? Kinda and like songs it. used to be like five minutes long and now they're like three. Yeah. If that. Yeah. We listened to the whole Madonna album on a long drive last week. Best of Madonna. What's the it? The Immaculate, Immaculate Collection. The Immaculate Collection. It was wonderful. Yeah. We listened to it three times all the way through. Mm -hmm. And I kept being like, oh, I'm sorry. It's starting again. Do you want me to put in another no. CD? And Alicia was like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. But the songs are so much longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like so erotic. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I feel like. If anything, that's what they are. I feel like there's now, I mean. There's a lot more saxophone in those songs than I remembered. Really? Yeah. I love how many sound effects there are in all those Madonna songs. Yeah. Like just weird little things where you're like, who was the producer who's like, there needs to be a little twinkle bell here? Because <laughs> mm. whoever that person was, give them a million dollars. Just because yeah. just right then you're like, maybe Madonna can't. Oh, <laughs> twinkle bell. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. That note sounded kind of flat. And then you're just distracted. And what did the warble that Madonna does? We we. Oh, yeah. I decided that Madonna is a female yarler. What is she, when? Um, I can't remember the song, but like when she goes low, she goes sort of into this like not mm. a note, sort mm. of like, <laughs> like I love when yeah, she does it is that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds a little bit like the noise you make right before you barf. <laughs> I don't make any noise right really? before That's I barf. Spooky. I make too much noise. I scream barf. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're like everyone needs to know that you're gonna barf. No, not like the lead up, but just I will I am a pull the triggery person. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's usually when that's happening. Okay. Yeah. I've had food poisoning way too many times where I've like had to be proactive. So about you're just the like, situation. let's cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah. My friend Evan recently told me, cause he thought he was getting food poisoning. Yeah. He had just eaten somewhere and then he was feeling really bad, like really quick, you know how it feels. Yeah. And so to counteract it, he did five shots of vodka. Oh cause God. apparently if you put that mm. much alcohol in your system, it just kills all the bacteria before it can affect you. So he came over and we were hanging out and he was like, I don't feel so sober. <laughs> and I was like, and he's a Hi. scientist. So I was like, you, I guess you know what you're talking about. But like, I've never heard of that yeah. before. Yeah. Even if I, if, even if I'm responsible for my own barfing, no one will know that it has happened. Silent as a tomb. It's my skill. <laughs> it's on my resume. Quietest barfer. Kind of is. Meet. 
Yeah. Yeah. A, a silent barf. Well, I have a retail nightmare. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it listening to me talk about barfing every week? <laughs> I uh, wanted to get some new work clothes for my new job. So I went downtown on a weekend day. Woof. I know. Mm. And I did some online shopping first, but, and then I did the thing where you could locate the product in the store and I wanted to see a sweater at Banana Republic before I ordered it online or just buy it down there. Yeah. I never understand like things will be on sale one place and not the other. It's very confusing. There's no, nothing is the same anywhere. It's confusing. So I get to Banana Republic in Pacific Center and uh, it doesn't look like anything that I need is there. And there's all like the sort of like trickle in transition fall stuff already because it's July and it's 33 degrees outside. Um, <laughs> and there are a few things that I saw online that were on sale and weren't on sale in the store. So I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, when a salesperson comes out to me and I have so many retail nightmares, guys. I, I can't even <laughs> believe I started with this one because there's an even worse one. But um, I described to her what I'm looking for. First, she's just out of nowhere. It's like is there anything I can help you with today? Is there anything special that you were looking for? Were you looking for something new? Were you looking for clothes? Something were you old, looking for something clothes borrowed, here? Something blue. Yeah. And I was like, are you I'm, getting married? I'm okay. I'm just having a look. And what that means to me is like, I'm going to look at the sale rack. I am not your, like your customer. I'm here to find things that were on sale. Yeah. Are you looking for something new? No, I would like something used, please. Yeah. This is not the I like what you're me. wearing. <laughs> Take it off now. And she was shorter than me, which can make me nervous sometimes. What? No, this is not. <laughs> and she was very close, which also spooks me a bit. I'll move back. Um, and then I said, well, you know, and then she kept asking me if I needed help. So finally, I couldn't find the sweater that I'd seen. It was like a short sleeve, kind of worky, kind of plain. I love a short sleeve sweater. Yeah, like just something kind of professional, but plain. And uh, there was a version of it on the sale rack in one size too large, but in this beautiful color that I would never wear, like sort of in a gate color or something, like a very soft bluish green Ooh. really beautiful not a color i can pull off yeah i've never seen you wearing that yeah i and I, I actually felt so pressured i ended up trying it on i was like no it's really not my color but so then she came back she's like well do you know what you were looking for and i'm like yeah it was something specific she's like well i could help you find something specific <laughs> so i pull out my phone i was like i'm looking for this sweater and she's like oh <laughs> oh oh i have yeah we have that um follow me so I'm showing her a picture of like a very simple cotton boat neck sweater in navy. And she brings me to a full sleeved button up gray and white striped cardigan. What? And she's mm. like, this is what the weight is like. So this is what you're looking for. Would you like to try this? Wow, she's like, so Whoa. ballsy. Yeah. So this goes on and on. And then uh, I'm still deciding on this weird colored sweater. And there's a tote bag. And I've always sort of wanted like a, a leather tote bag. But don't need one. And I already have a leather bag that's too heavy. I don't know anybody has this problem, but Realist, animals man. heavy. <laughs> Every bag is too heavy. Yeah. If you're me. So I just I just gently like touch it for a second. She's like, I just put this out. I don't even know where she came from. She, she just needs, snuck up on me. She needs to back the fuck off. Maybe this she's lady. like just finishing her probation. Um <laughs> from so jail. She takes it down. She's like, Yeah, I found them in the back, and you know they're 50% off the sale price. And she's like, you know, with this material is really good in the rain and i'm thinking leather leather <laughs> so i don't say anything she's like yeah it won't let any water in and it's this huge open tote bag with no like no zip or nothing i'm like well it could go right in through the top she's like that's true yes <laughs> not if you wrap everything in plastic <laughs> and it was went on and on she was so 
so trying to get me to buy something. I was really impressed. That was, was kind of my gig at Future Shop was just to bounce around the store and be like, can I help you with anything? Like, I didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> yeah. I just started there and it's like, it's early in the morning and I'm you know, just like approaching people like, can I, and then to ask a question, I have no idea. It was like. Just make shit up. <laughs> and then you're like, I guess these, not. Bye. Yeah. It's true. You're like, have you heard of the avalanches? <laughs> Do you like horse samples? <laughs> oh. Because. Yeah. That's just you always have it in your back pocket. You're mm-hmm. like, and it comes free with purchase yeah. of your uh flatbed scanner. Yeah. Oh. Do they sell that at Future Shop? I don't, I don't remember. Know. I don't Our know. future shop is now Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And I went in the other day to get something and it's turned into basically a club. Mm. It was crazy. Whoa. So fancy and so chatchy. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. I could not hear the salesperson. We had to step out of I was there like in the Google room or whatever it's called to buy like a the Google room. I, I don't think it's Google called room. the Google I room. I had these great experiences. <laughs> <laughs> in the Google room. What whatever. Is Google room? Are you buy a Google dongle thing? <laughs> What's <laughs> a Google dongle? <laughs> Were you watching your shows on your TV from your computer? <laughs> what? Why do you sound like you're on the nanny now? <laughs> the Google room. <laughs> I love it. I want to go to the Google room. We well, I can do. take you. It's across the street from Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. I'm not cool enough we to go get a nutter and then bust your nut at the Google room. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a champagne room connected to the Google room? It was so room? funny. Um, um, I have another retail nightmare. Really? Yeah. 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 I was going to like wrote, yeah. go right into it. So, steam plow um, right through. I steam plow? wanted to get a manicure. I wanted to treat treat myself. I wanted to be my own daddy <laughs> and to treat me nice and treated myself nice. Treat me nice. Daddy. Yeah, me. <laughs> that myself. should be a musical. Treat me nice, Daddy. There's <laughs> <laughs> like so many slapping noises. <laughs> what? <I> was like, <laughs> what? The um so I went to do this and I was like, I'm gonna start a new job and I'm grown up. I'm gonna be 43 this week. I should take better care of myself. <laughs> so I got there and I had that moment where I was waiting for a while. Um and I was like, what's so weird? Like the place was kind of empty. There's just a family of getting pedicures. <laughs> this is the, this is my that retail is nightmare. That is my just all, <laughs> all time nightmare. Yeah. And um, so somebody s- seats me, but then disappears for 10 minutes or maybe closer to 15. But I'm kind of happy because I don't have cable anymore. And I'm sitting in front of like a house show, which is one of my favorite mm. mindless ways to spend mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But I realized that the reason why my appointment's running late is because of the, the Swiss family Robinson behind me just fresh <laughs> off the island that are like, well, fix my gross feet. Um, oh. So uh, during the course of the whole time I'm there, with the exception of maybe the drying time of my nail polish, they are just royally fucking with the staff. It's like five white people, uh, all of the staff, people of color, English second language, the mom, the matriarch is like telling everybody, like basically this is how you act when you're trying to get a pedicure kind of tone. And she's getting like, there's all these different levels when you're there, like a regular manicure is like $25, but it can go all the way up to like $60 depending on what you want. And she's like switching streams. And she's like, I've decided I want like, Crossing streams, they're peeing together. <laughs> yeah, I was mm. just picturing her. You saw your face. Into the saw your whole face just change. You're like, I love it. Well, I was like, you. There's that little thing where they put the water in with your yeah. feet, and yeah. she's just pissing in it. Um, I am just shocked that a a manicure can be twenty five dollars. Oh yeah, Plus. 
the manicure and a pedicure at this place are fifty dollars. It's yeah. their thing, what they're known for, and it's really clean. No, like I'm shocked that it's that cheap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's what I'm. It is really inexpensive there. Wow. Um, and the family is just causing chaos, and they have their dog. Which, what? As I've discussed on the podcast before, I do look for places where I can bring the dog because. It's just fucking me and it'd be great if I could go get a coffee, but that doesn't exist. Right now he's like basically building a nest in Jessica's carpet. No, he's just being a dog. Um, so they're confusing this woman who's serving four people and a dog. Um, the reason why the person that was helping me was late was like she was helping them as well. They probably just showed up and they're like, we all want pedicures. That's cool, right? And I, of course, like pre-booked and looked at the whole system a day in advance of and showed up five minutes early <laughs> so it wouldn't cause any trouble. And somebody's gotten one of the people in the group had wanted a matte finish and it was too shiny for him, which I understand. But like, I would just go home and take it off. He may not have the stuff that you need, of course. And he seemed really like it just kept going on and on and on. Like clearly the appointment was supposed to be over. Yikes. And then the classic thing happens. They get to the cash and this woman has like added things up. And she's like, for everybody, for four men, for four pedicures, it was like $160 or something. And like fancy pedicures, which is pretty good. And then they're like, no, we're paying separately. No, wait, I'm going to pay for his. Uh, I'm going to pay for mine. And uh, so mine, how much was mine? And she's like, it's $65. And she's like, I don't think so. What? <laughs> and uh, the daughter is clearly like now getting uncomfortable she's aware that the behavior is like on on a little bit too much and she's trying to rein in her mother's behavior and then i do the classic we're both white here and i like change my whole body language and turn my whole body around and make direct eye contact with her and she looked like i punched her in the face and it was amazing and she paid her bill and she left and the whole time i worried that they didn't tip properly um (laughs) i didn't know that you had this magic superpower yeah. i have a real bitch face mm. that you can just like inflict it on someone and they will stop being a they shit they probably noticed the if they had all noticed me which i would be surprised to begin with they would have noticed that they were making me very annoyed like it just shut the fuck up i'm like, just you're, picturing them as so like, entitled anthropomorphic vultures mm. <laughs> yeah and i just hate that she's like dominating this whole room this like room that's supposed to be peaceful for everybody um, peaceful, busy, like they're doing work, causing this kind of chaos, which she probably thrives on. And then she gets cheap at the end after she's run this person through, you yeah. know, like she's made this person work very, very hard. After like making them personalize their service to her whims. And change polishes. And then, oh, and th- that was the thing that she did. She's like, I noticed that they were selling flip-flops at the front of the cash and they were really nice flip-flops. Way out of my price range. Not like the flip-flops I would buy at Old Navy. Um, I noticed the spa person put back a set of flip-flops. And then the mom goes to the cash. She's like, where are my flip-flops? And then she puts her filthy shoes on the cash. What? And I was like, those are floor things. That's like, so anyways, gross. Guys, I'm tired. <laughs> it's not a great story. No, it's, it's so many nightmares rolled into one. Like Just one of those elements. I can't believe... The shit people pull. Well, I have a retail dream. Oh, to just flip it right around. Yes, please. I went, speaking of Burnaby, I went back to, I actually drove past my childhood home because I'm working in Coquitlam right now. And I'm just like, why don't I just take a drive down memory lane, AKA Kitchener Street and check out my childhood home, which the last time I went past there, which is weirdly often, because whenever I'm going past, I'm like, 
hey, whoever's in the car, do you want to see where I grew up? And they're always like, I guess if we have, and I'm like, here we go. I'm turning <laughs> off the highway. <laughs> um, but so I, I went past my childhood home and it's obviously been sold. Oh, Hank, don't eat that. Uh, it's been sold and they tore down all the trees and the giant, beautiful lilac bush and the lawn has gone to seed. So I guess they're going to tear it down, Yeah, which is fine. So I was, I was in North Burnaby and I thought... I'll just drive down Hastings Street and check out Burnaby Heights, see how it's going. Uh, and my friend who was the same person who did the five shots of alcohol to uh, stave off. The uh, scientist. The scientist. My friend, the scientist. Evan, shout out. What's up? He had mentioned earlier to me like, oh, have you ever been to that gem shop in um, North oh, the Burnaby? Place. The Mountain Gems. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to tell me how great it is. That's like my gem shop that I grew up with. And then I realized, sorry, Evan, that I was such a bitch when I <laughs> talked to you. Um, I had forgotten how amazing it was because I, I think it's been there for like 25 years or yeah. something like that. And they have no idea about this craze of like of that. Those, these things are, yeah. 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 They think it's all for like beads and yeah. like beading projects and it's, crafts. And But they've got museum quality gems yep. in there. They have stuff that is, they have meteorites for sale, like <laughs> parts of meteorites. Whoa, like Superman's. Like they're and they're all the cool thing is they're all magnetic, which mm -hmm. is so cool. Like they but they have like slices that I've only seen in like the Museum of Natural History in New York and like the wow. the one in London and stuff. Like stuff that they keep You've in. You've been a around vault. the world, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> I have gone on tour and like managed to sneak a day off <laughs> to to go to a museum. Um pretty cool. It's <laughs> a really cool dad. It's pretty cool. I'm in awe. Um yeah, but they've got stuff there that like for instance, that like the meteorite slab is like seven thousand dollars. They've got birthdays uh, coming up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's because my birthday is coming up. Yours is coming up even sooner. By the time this comes out, it'll Ooh. already be your birthday. Ooh. Happy birthday! And it was just happy Nick's birthday. birthday. Oh, yeah. oh, happy birthday, Nick! Thank you. Um. So wait, I'm a Virgo. You're a Leo. Mm -hmm. Cantor. <laughs> you have to pronounce it that way. <laughs> and one more time. Cantor. <laughs> It's that's it's a special yeah. sub sign yeah. of cancer. Yeah. Cancer. <laughs> Each time you say it, it gets quieter. <laughs> um, but it's it's amazing in there. They have coins that are like from 800 BC, just for sale to the public. Yeah. They have these really cool. They like they have like Greek and Roman coins. They have these like pre coin money that are like Anglo. Saxon like metal like iron loops that are they just look like garbage but like knowing what they are it's yeah. pretty cool um and so many amazing specimens of every single like gem and so I I was just coming from a work meeting and I think it was I think it was maybe even on the weekend so I just was like fuck it I'm just gonna take this little detour and then I was like it's my birthday I'm gonna treat myself and then I just kept adding more and Wait, more it's things your birthday in many weeks yeah but I only <laughs> buy myself like one present well at first I was because the last I was just I just like it no. like, I that seems it. pretty Virgo too to just be like it's my birthday like, yeah but being very like particular and prepared and I also like I do not ever spend money on myself mm. ever and so I have so much guilt surrounded surrounding treating myself to anything because i'm always like 
I could have spent this money on groceries or I could have done this. Like, wow. oh, I can't, even though, you know, it's not like I've broken the bank by buying gems, <laughs> but I still, it's, it's like a weird hang up that I don't know. I think it's like from growing up with my parents, not having a lot of money. It's like, no matter how uh. much money I spend on myself, it's still like, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Um, but I bought a bunch of gems and they're over Ooh. there. I got like this cool geode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like a little crystal cave. Yeah. Um, and then I got this I got, thing. No. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that's an art for that's, all the viewers out there or listeners. <laughs> for all the listeners, they yeah, the viewers. <laughs> you wish you were viewers, then you could see it. No, uh, what Nick was just pointing to was like a weird head massager <laughs> that's on top. <laughs> Of a little uh, glass bowl that I had a plant in, but it died. So now it's just empty. And I put, um, you know, one of those like grow your own crystal kits. Yeah. Um, former guest Sally White gave me one of those like Sequoia grow your own Sequoia. I can't pronounce that. Like yeah. Sequoia. Yeah. It sounds wrong. I need more nude vodka soda. Um, me too. Well, Pause. I'll just go get some. <laughs> okay. um, no, but so, you know, when you grow your own crystals, they always start to fall apart. So then I put it in there and then I've put it in like a little, um, a little ghost thing that I got. <laughs> like, what would you even call it? Like a ghost candy. It's like a Halloween thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for the listener, I have a fucked up apartment. Um, it's beautiful. Do you want a strawberry kiwi? Mm, I'm going to maybe rip that IPA. Actually. Okay. Um, well, we'll just take a, well, you just do that and I'll continue. But anyway, this store is amazing. Um, the people who work there are all extremely nice and very friendly and they like don't lord their fancy knowledge of gems and minerals over anyone. And they I was buying stuff and the guy kept being like, oh, what a great specimen. And then he'd call the people that he was working with to be like, look at this. Isn't this great? Like, what a, isn't this cool? And like, what do you think this is? And I was just like, you guys work here. Like you see this all the time. Then they were also asking me if I was like into cutting and polishing gems. And I was like, no, I just like how they look. And he was like, oh, OK, so just so you know, like this thing you're buying is, you know, you could turn it into jewelry if you want. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be doing that. It's just pretty. I'm just spending my money on rocks like some people invest in like nice jewelry or clothes. A hat with feathers. A hat with feathers. Oh. Long ri ribbons. <laughs> and long ribbons. That's funny that you say long ribbons because my only memory of the store when I was a child is that they had ribbons in the front and the woman who worked there got like a big kick of how into <laughs> crystals I was as a child and would give me like free little geode slices. And then I think I saw her again. I think it might have been the same woman, like one of the owners or managers. And she has turned into like more crystal than human. <laughs> and she had this like specific smell that I don't think like any human I've ever smelt before smells like. And I was just like, is this like the smell of like polished rocks? Like, I don't know. It's just it's so cool, but it's dangerous. So I can't I can't go back there. Because for till next year, till next yeah, birthday. Yeah, for my next birthday. Yeah. But I also keep telling everyone, don't buy me any more crystals because my crystal area is overgrown and now it has to move to a second location. You could put... Now I have go to the second put, location. No, never. You could do shelves up here. I was thinking about that too. I, was, I think you should do that. Because I have such fancy crystals now, which like for the <laughs> listener, they're just crystals, but I feel like they're more beautiful than my apartment 
He did floating glass shelves. It was really pretty. With like fancy lights. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever brought a crystal into the house that brought along with it some like weird Like a curse? Energy? No, not, okay. not so far. I mean, all my crystals, I sort of feel like they probably all shouldn't be like so clumped together. I feel mm. like they should be dispersed. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, the floating shelf thing is a good idea. Yeah. It'd be beautiful. But I also, this apartment is already so full. I feel like I should stop adding to it because I need somewhere to just rest. And so far, I mean, you'd have to do something with the map. Yeah. Unless you put it on over top of that or. Well, Jay's. Anyways, we're describing your apartment on the podcast. Yeah. Without um, providing everyone must be just. Yeah. They're just. Full on jerking it. I started it. No, it's okay. You got me to describe (laughs) the weird installation that is just me trying to move stuff out of the way for my new crystals. But anyway, everyone. If you feel like adventuring out to Burnaby, which is really not that far, everyone is like, oh, the suburbs, Burnaby. And I'm like, no, Burnaby is like right next door. It's it's on Hastings Street. It's the same street. You just stay on Hastings Street past the PNE and then you're practically there. Hank almost fell down. He got so excited. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, it's it's like I could spend hours in there and not even see half the stuff that's there. It's so cool. Yeah. And I got a bunch of stuff like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a true haul i'm just describing shopping at a store but it's like, is that the retail dream yeah oh okay great like having a good time and just the people like they have these really cool um cases that you press buttons and there's these little oh, yeah, shelves yeah, yeah, yeah. within them that are on oh. a little conveyor thing and so they like rotate up and each one you see they have like rubies and emeralds and stuff cut so while I was there, a bunch of jewelers came in and bought like wholesale diamonds or not diamonds, like opals or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's still like really cool. Mm-hmm. And I love opals. Yeah, they're the best, especially black fire opals. I've never seen one, but I had a pair of they like opal so- earrings and I lost them and I was sad. My mom's birthstone is opal. And so I grew up just like touching all her opals. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, Hank is now. Hank has been for the past quite a few minutes giving himself a real butt bath. He's uh, fingering his opal, if you know what I mean, which is almost what I said instead of touching Mm. opals. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, that doesn't sound how I want it to. But anyway, yeah, everyone go there. (laughs) Sorry, I feel like I've been talking for four hours about this gem shop. We'll clean it up in post. Yeah, thanks, Jay. (laughs) Should we do how much have you spent on Red Hot Chili Peppers first? Uh, Sure. Uh, Unless you have any more stories you want to impart. Did I have one? Yeah, you had a Future Shop one. Oh, yeah. You talked about Future Shop. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that was my retail time on on the front lines, Mm -hmm. except for I did work for like a catering company that did movie sets for like a month you worked in craft services i worked in craft services oh so did i oh really yeah Yeah. it's weird yeah it's super weird and i only did it for maybe a month but the only nightmare the main nightmarish thing because i thankfully liked the smell of dawn dish soap and i do all the (laughs) dishes and i like something about dawn i don't even buy it for my house for some reason because it's not hippie enough but like yeah it's an excellent product in the way that it gets things very clean yeah and i like the way it smells like it just feels very nostalgic to me isn't it the one that it's uh, like blue goop that they use to rescue animals and oil spills too yeah i think so but it's it's also been pointed out that that company tests heavily on animals oh god (laughs) and i thought (laughs) it was gonna be like and it's like a oil based <laughs> probably yeah, riddled with parabens <laughs> whoops but i was like out in santa clarita which is like this hellish dry new development land outside of la and 
it was i don't know i was you know those like hot plate things or like sternos or whatever yeah, yeah. things that keep like chafing dishes you hot put a little flame underneath yeah I was like switching one of the things that had like tilapia or something on it. We had like Ugh, tilapia tacos. That's such like, a Californian yeah, fish. In like the blazing hot, like high noon sun on this driveway, I was set up in this like cul de sac and like some sterno goop that like got on my shorts and some flame just like <gasps> blew. And on all of a sudden, I was like kind of on fire in front of Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, like who? And Paul Shear. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of silent barfs, <laughs> I was silently on fire and they didn't notice. Really? I was so calm that I like managed to stomp out the flame that was like all over my knee and like a little piece of cardboard and napkin that was like on the driveway. Wow. And like they didn't even notice. You're and then, a pro. Yeah, I was a pro. But then I had to like go to CVS or something and buy a bag of ice For and like your... drive back into the city with just like ice melting on my lap because I had this like serious burn. Jeez. It was really intense. Did, your, did you have like a supervisor or something? You could be. No, when I showed up back at the thing, because they're all like cooks and stuff. And mm -hmm. I guess like burns in the kitchen are just like no yeah. big D. But for me nothing it was any, yeah anytime <laughs> anything goes like slightly awry from what i'm used to i was just like oh my god but they're just like Psst. they just put some like anti-burn spray on it and they're just like put gauze on it it was fine but it was just unpleasant but it was nightmarish ish i thought For you sure. were gonna say no. you accidentally burned your shorts off in front of <laughs> rebecca romaine so <laughs> and i was and like I did a little dance <laughs> <laughs> she i mean she's no uh stranger to having to be naked on set, yeah, right? Yeah. Like she was Mystique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is something that I think about probably more often than yeah. I should. Uh, that is a nightmare. Yeah. Absolutely. Work Thank any you. Any craft service job, I think, is just like low level nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like I was d mildly desperate and like working in a place where I wasn't legally allowed to work. So I just like, yeah, it was the thing, but it was also funny. Like watching, I watched two films since and I was like, why does that look familiar to me? And then I realized at the very end, it's like, Oh, I was like serving slop at that like, thing or whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't work on any exciting movies when I was doing craft services. <laughs> uh, it was all just like weird showcase <laughs> shorts that were, um, Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, I felt like they were all had like an erotic scene in them and like everyone would be like, this is a closed set. Like there's like a, there's a love scene happening right now. And I'd be like, do you still want me to be like serving cereal? Because for some reason, everyone, there's always cereal at craft services. And yeah. it's like, no one's coming to set wanting Fruit Loops. Right. Um, Hank agrees. Yeah, totally. Um, so is it time for how much money have you spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, Nick. How much money have you spent on all merchandise from the chili pepper? I see a t-shirt. I want to own ya. I'll buy a ticket down to California. Hit us was your... Best your, shot. Your grand total <laughs> and your best shot. I actually haven't tallied up the math, but I just... Know that I had blood sugar sex magic. Okay. 
on cassette and CD. Whoa, <laughs> covering all <laughs> yeah. your bases. Yeah. You listen to it in the car and at home. Yeah, and I do remember that I had a piece of black electrical tape over the explicit like parental advisory on the really? cover. Definitely, because I was like 92. How old was I? 10? And that's like some... Yeah. salacious material for a 10 yeah for real yeah. uh former guest emmett hall sang some of it to us yeah at us really and i was like oh that yeah. is not something although the really gross songs weren't the songs that were fun to listen to on that record yeah. i feel i think he sang us some deep cuts yeah and that song <laughs> I, th- I mean that record i think is really long like there's like 19 songs or something whoa but, bless them yeah i've also i saw them live in concert really yeah on what the, year whenever Probably 94. Okay, was so an you're album 12? Called, yeah, One Hot Minute. Was it, it was at the Pacific Coliseum. I went with my older cousin, Carlene. And so that must have cost something. Yeah, probably you know? like four. I didn't buy a t-shirt. I think I was like over it enough to not want a t-shirt. Okay. I was kind of going, because like I got into other stuff really quickly. So by 12, I was like already a little bit done yeah i was surprised that you had spent any money on them because i'm like you have Uh, really good taste taste. (laughs) (laughs) he was just a mere boy though yeah it was just a childhood uh, fancy when i was like very like voracious with my listening like i just liked a lot you know i was like very curious and like listening to lots of stuff but then also i've met flea twice whoa how how is flea he seems like a total chiller because he was in introduced to me at a thing at a a snoop dog dame funk album release party oh uh where he guest played the bass and it was like this poorly run record release for this great album that came out like a number of years ago but when he came out to do his bass solo they didn't even turn his the bass was inaudible so he did this like eight minutes it was just like but that was it was (laughs) like the whole show was a gong show but it was and he was like fully committed he's like he's chill like he's just the show must go on (laughs) he couldn't hear it no one could hear it he felt it yeah wow and then uh like a couple weeks after that i was at his house in malibu for a birthday party oh wow and he remembered me from the time i met him briefly from the other things so it's just like even facial recognition that's cool you know i mean not i'm surprised but you know it's something he's a human being he seems like a very very sweet person that's lovely and he met coco r.i.p yeah and she got to play his bass yeah uh that's yeah i'm surprised that he would have that sort of level of mental that this is making me sound (laughs) really mean but like seems like they've all done a lot of drugs and the fact that he would just remember someone at the birthday party he was like in a wetsuit he just finished like a twilight surf and like he was definitely like doing some bong rips or whatever but whatever it's he was very like, classic flea. he sounds yeah. really cool super yeah. cool He's, hank has been drinking out of my water glass the whole entire story <laughs> it's very cute yeah. yeah he seems very unsettled tonight his butt was bugging him like yeah he's alone for the first time during the day ever it's like he's spending nine hours a day by himself you should maybe just like leave on a like a Spotify playlist of the greatest hits of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, to yeah. He would love that. Keep him company. Yeah, mm. I feel like it's... Hank is one of those magic animals, uh, which is rare, that loves music um, and is always very interested in what music is going on. Like when I've played piano and uh, synthesizer, 
for him. He always just comes right up to the speaker. Hank and loves the synthesizer. <laughs> he does. He just loves it. <laughs> Should we click at our ticket? Yes. Yeah. I see Okay, so as our guest, I can speak. <laughs> as our as our guest had one and a half drinks. They're really good. weirdly strong. Great. As our guest, you uh, get to give the first ticket. So this is for anyone that you hate. You get to just narc on them. Okay. Uh, anyone who has wronged you or committed an injustice in the world. Your chance to make it right. Yeah. yeah. This feels fresh only because we're in the summer season and this is only a shoe in the summer season for me because I open my window and the people in the yard behind the house that I live in come out to enjoy <laughs> their yard, which now features a Tito's vodka, like a patio covering umbrella thing. Like oh my gosh. That you can see over the fence. So like when I look out the window, it's just like Tito's vodka. <laughs> Product placement. It's a family, but they've been entertaining a lot lately like there's young kids or whatever but they have kind of parties there oh, often sorry like every night do they also get family pedicures together yeah, i mean <laughs> could it be the same family? totally because yeah similar smell and vibration <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly the head of the household or i mean I, I guess yeah i don't know if he like fully rules there but he's like a pilot for WestJet. is he a tyrant <laughs> he yeah well he just has this very like consistent condescending tone when addressing his children and oh. his wife and oh. everything like it's the sound I'm the pilot of, yeah yeah <laughs> you flip the burgers are you just, flying in the sky yeah. i don't think so yeah <laughs> it's just like even if it's something about like getting something out of the freezer or something it's just like it has this tone where you're just like you're the worst and it just like drifts into my into my place that so sucks. easily and recently they've been like someone smoking that comes over there and if i'm out of the house and the windows open i walk in and it totally smells just like a smoking room at a motel now oh. and i'm just like but i don't know how to broach that because like it's fine if i'm home i just close the window or whatever but it gets really like cigarette in there yeah so very yeah. specific smell like mm -hmm. the stale cigarette smoke yeah and and the other night it was like one in the morning and they were like blasting Pearl Jam, which would oh. be funny at other points of the day to me because yeah. I was like totally into that. even flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that? and that closing time song really late. Like Is that the when, last song they play? Because you're not allowed to play Semisonic any other time than being like, this is the last I song I I think I'm it kind of was that vibe. Okay. So at but least also, they were like adhering to the rules, but like but also, hearing that at 1.30 on like a Wednesday <laughs> in the morning, sucks. you know what I mean? It's like really intense. So I was just like, we need to burn these people's house down. But I've <laughs> like, Is that your ticket? <laughs> I don't think Arson? I think <laughs> I've softened and I think my ticket's more just like, I think I want to like banish them to like a McMansion in yeah. like Chilliwack or something okay. with yes. like rolling hills, a big yard. That's really nice They can of put you. up two Tito vodka yeah. thingies 
Maybe get a hot tub. Have a whole orchard of Tito's yeah. vodka umbrellas. Yeah, because I just feel like they're the wrong people for the neighborhood. Yeah, it's not the right vibe. Yeah, because it seems they seem to be fighting against the flow of the block. The even flow. The even flow <laughs> of the block. So, and it's unusual to me, honestly, to get that. You can annoyed. just fly home too. I mean, it's yeah, not even yeah, a big yeah, deal yeah, to live yeah, in Chilliwack yeah, yeah. when you have a plane. Yep. <laughs> they get a plane? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine everyone has their own airstrip there. Yeah. Or their own landing strip. Yeah. Right suburb. here. <laughs> um, oh, wow. That Just was a nice market. gentle ticket. Jessica, do you have a ticket? Um, No. Do you have a ticket? Yeah. Okay. Come back course, to me. Always. Okay. So what's your ticket? Um, I have a new bike route to work. I'm working like... It's really nice. I actually was thinking today how peaceful it seems compared to... I used to have to take Fifth Avenue bike route to get to work and it's pretty aggressive because mm-hmm. it's narrow and everyone's running late for work and cyclists don't stop at important stop signs a all lot of them a lot of people drive on that route too. and a lot of people drive so the bike ride to work although very very quick and all downhill and uphill all the way home which really sucks just so i never got to work feeling anything but stressed so this new one i have a bike path like so there's only a couple of places on the bike route where there's cars so it's really relaxed. And I was just thinking that's lovely. Like you have to be really careful for pedestrians though, because there's like sheep just walking out in the middle of the road. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but sheep are cute. And today I was thinking, I was confused by some crosswalk signs. Like there's a crosswalk. So pedestrians have the right of way, but there's also a stop sign for cyclists. So I'm like, I don't understand who's doing what here. Mm-hmm. And right then, just as I was thinking it, a man had made sure that, all the cars had stopped and started crossing the crosswalk area on his bicycle. It's, a, it's for both uh, pedestrians and cyclists. And a man had stopped for him. He looked at him. He knew he was crossing. And then a car sped past him. And then the guy who was stopped just like, I'm going to go too, and hits the cyclist. <sighs> um, the cyclist is fine. His bike was fine because he was like, he was just hit at such a slow speed. He was like barely knocked off his bike. He didn't really fall or anything. First, I was just like, holy fuck, like really loud. And the driver's like, I didn't see him. And I'm like, how did, so you just in between, like maybe all he was, was he's on new, like he's on whatever that, whatever autopilot. And uh, he (laughs) wasn't really stopped for the cyclist. He was just stopped. Um, So he wasn't even thinking. And then he saw this asshole like speed past him, like breaking the law. So I'm going to go too. He's like, oh, I was stopped at the wrong spot. And then he hit somebody. And the man was really cool. I'd seen the man on the way to work and uh, he handled it really well. And he went back and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, but, you know, he's fine. And then it's just my ticket is just everyone stop driving. Mm. I'm a driver. Yeah, me too. Well, you're both. No more. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. We he, had to like rip it into town. I mean, I was I didn't even have my driver's license until I moved to Vancouver. Oh, really? So I just had no friends who uh, lived in my city. <laughs> well, uh, my ticket is um, to abolish cars. It's just really sad. It's all about flow. It's just like everyone needs to be mindful and like chill with one another. Well, you Pedestrians, don't see that ever. Like, it's a great oh. philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> my bun of <laughs> my bun of no, yeah no 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 <laughs> I give you both a ten dollar ticket for no yeah. reason yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a ticket yeah I don't like I'm not proud of it I'm not like ride or die cars are amazing but like 
I am. I kind of am, <laughs> honestly. And also, like, when gas prices go up or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I should pay a lot to do this yeah. stupid thing. Well, I just but, found like, out why... <laughs> okay, this is going to make me sound really dumb, but I was just recently on Vancouver Island visiting Jay's family, and the gas prices there are so much lower, and mm. I was telling my boss, and he was like, oh, that's because there's the 15-cent transit levy on gas here in vancouver and i was like uh, what <laughs> like I, oh he's like yeah no you're paying for transit even if you don't take transit and i was like i will gladly pay that to not have to take the transit yeah. like i am happy to pay that yeah. i'm happy pay towards but transit. you don't drive everywhere i don't drive i only drive for work yeah and then i bike mostly everywhere else that's yeah. how i keep this beautiful biker's bot mm -hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> which i'm slowly losing because i now work in coquitlam and have to drive so much uh yeah hank hank doesn't like it um i don't have a ticket this week okay that's no that's problem great. that's Papo of the weekend yeah yeah although back to a similar <laughs> thing happened when i was driving this winter which is like a bit of a thing that happened is I stopped for someone crossing a crosswalk, dark, foggy night, just like a, out of like a spooky story. And I could <laughs> see the headlights of someone in the lane next to me, just like ripping. And like, yes. they almost schmucked the person that I stopped to like yeah. cross. Shit. And we were both stopped at like the next stop, stoplight. And I rolled in my window and I tapped on his window and I was like, <laughs> Pay attention, just like a just like an old lady teacher. I, I was just love like, you so much. Yeah, I was just like, I wasn't like angry, and he was just like this kind of like Eminem person, and he was just like, fuck off. And he, and then I was just like, whoa. I was just like, this is one of those scenarios where like I just sometimes I'm just very trusting about humanity. Yeah, weirdly. like you could have been murdered. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, that didn't go. <laughs> Because I was trying to be gentle, no, you know what I mean. But I just like, also didn't want to see like something this, horrible like, happen. Moral fervor yeah. that I think we both have as well, uh -huh. where you just want people to be aware. Yeah, and also I think pay attention isn't like I'm better than you because I pay attention. It's more just like just hey, don't pay, attention. To pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a but very... there's been like, like multiple, multiple uh, deaths and crosswalks this year in Vancouver really? where the uh, pedestrian was not at fault. Yeah. So you are in the right. Pedestrian yeah. is literally like never at fault because yeah. they're just trying to exist and walk. But then my like blood started to shimmer a little just because it was like a little intense. Because like you're a vampire. Because I'm a vampire. <laughs> and then I, I live on like a traffic controlled street. So I was like going around the roundabout and I was like, why is someone behind me? Did he follow he you? He followed home? me. And so I was like, I'm not going to get out of my car in front of my house. No. And so I just started driving very slowly, grandma style, down Hastings. And I ended up like in Port Moody on the phone with the police because I was just like. Was he still following you? Yeah. <gasps> That's horrible. I eventually, I didn't want to try to lose him because I didn't want it to turn into some sort of satisfying game. But I was like, yeah, so I, I eventually psycho. did. Yeah, it was a psycho. Did the oh police interview? No, it was hilarious, actually. Like, because I was like, I'm at St. John's in this cross street, and there's a police car actually right next to me. I can see it. This is great. You can just like, you know what I mean? And yeah. just nothing was happening. Like, they're, they're, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, it was like totally like him. mall cop. Scenario. You know what you should have done? You should have just gotten on your phone yeah. and like honked at the cop and he would have given you a ticket for being on your phone that's while true, driving. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. Wow. But that's so scary. It was that's like really mildly scary. harrowing. Yeah. But it all turned out fine. 
I guess. That's good. Uh, so give him a ticket. Yeah, give him a ticket. That can be my ticket. I give that man <laughs> yeah, a ticket yeah. for being a scary man. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for Papa of the Week. It's not fair. We can bark, but Hank can't. Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, who's your Papa? Yeah. Uh. Mm. That beer is your papa. <laughs> May as well at this point. <laughs> My P of the W is <laughs> well. It's hard because pup is in the word, and the theme song has barks to not think of a dog. It's just like our main love is mostly dogs, right. but Which you're allowed to spread fine. your love. But I have a dog species. that I love in my life for the last 11 years. And that's my like family's dog, Sally, Aww. who Sally. recently overcame like kennel cough and pneumonia. Oh, that's, Sally, what a good pop. Yeah. That's very inspirational. So it was like touch and go and like really intense. Cause like she's been pretty steadfast in her just like chill, lovable, multi schnoodleness oh. for years. You know what I mean? Like not that many illnesses or anything weird happening to her. And then all of a sudden we're just like, going to the vet which we rarely do and like she's just like looking so rough and hiding under the couch and like mm. she's like Ugh. like we, none of us are ready for it even though she's 11 she's like kind of one of those mutts that you think it's just gonna live forever right? yeah and yeah. they're like often mistaken for a puppy just because their energy is kind of just like yeah you know has that like light vibe but <laughs> although she has gotten like slightly wisened in her old years but yeah so it's like hard not to say uh sally Definitely. Well, Eternal evergreen pup. Yeah. P of the W. <laughs> so lovely. Yep. That's, yeah, that's a great puppo. Thank you. Um, I'll tell her you told her. Yeah. I I'll, would, I'll tell her you said that. Just, can you, can we do like one of those technology things where like I wear a glove and I like pet <laughs> a thing and she, fe- like you put the glove on or something yeah. and she feels the pets. <laughs> Is that a thing? They have like that technology where like if you are in a long term or long term, Hmm. long distance relationship. Not a good idea, listeners. Yeah. Never do it. It's never a good idea. Uh, But but there's like a thing you plug into your phone where it like kisses you or hugs you (laughs) when you hug it. It's a real thing. I swear. I saw it on the Internet. I never (laughs) do stuff like if I'm talking to my folks or something or like put me on speaker with sal i know i don't want to confuse her ever you know yeah. what i mean so i just like even though i want i would love to like get some interaction going i just don't want to yeah you're like greetings yeah, yeah. friend yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to rile her up nope um i have a puppo that i of the week that i met last night uh which is i feel like it's the rarest thing because i go to dog beach a lot uh even though i don't have a dog i just go as an admirer of yeah. dogs with Jay, which people have pointed out is like kind of creepy. And I'm sort of like, not creepy at all. It's free for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Not Um, just going and sitting in close proximity to a happy family, having a picnic and not eating and just looking at them. Also it's a beach. It's like not a penned off area. It's public. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even dog beach. It's not called dog beach. It's Mm. called something else. It's called something park. Don't swim in here. It's teeming with E. coli. Um, It's actually probably better than Kitt's Beach. Oh, really? Which is just around the corner from it, which has been shut down because the water is brown now. Although Kitt's Pool, I went there for the first time on the weekend. I've never been. Magnificent. It looks so, it's so beautiful. Yeah, go in. I just, I'm not, I'm not like a public pool person because I'm allergic to chlorine. It's salt water, but there's chlorine in it, I'm sure, because it's a public pool. Because people piss in it. Yeah. (laughs) 
As um, they do in all pools. Yeah, present company included. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a safe space. <laughs> it's okay. No, I would never. Uh, but no, it's like me. I think it's a saltwater pool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Which I hear is bad for go. infrastructure, though. Oh, like really? drainage and stuff. It does oh. something weird to pipes. But it's great for floating. Yeah. Is yeah, it is. And I'm like a lazy swimmer, so I like Me too. to be more buoyant. Yeah. yeah. And I also have the body it's for floating. Cool. Yeah, you have also the body. It's really hard to swim. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's very big. Mm. Well, I, I went and to you can maybe Beach. catch a show at the showboat after. Do they still have shows there? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought they that seems like so old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um so I was there, I had a really long day at work. I was out in Coquitlam, came back, wound up having an impromptu meeting like after five o'clock. Got home at about seven and I said to Jay, like, let's go down to the dog beach and just watch the sunset, even though neither of us had had dinner. I was like, we'll just find dinner on the way. We picked up some drinks, picked up dinner. We went down there. And usually, like I've said before on the podcast, uh, if you ever want to feel like you're a ghost, go to dog beach and try and interact with a dog because they will just ignore you. Uh, because there's they're all off leash and there's so many smells and other dogs to sniff and like buried piss treasure everywhere like a dog almost pissed on me last time i was there if i didn't move quicker i would have had a dog piss on me for the first time which is like an experience that i'm not against i guess anyway um (laughs) it would have been fine uh but this dog came up to me and actually sat down and let me pet her for so long and she was like a dog I've, i've never seen any dog like her before she was sort of cream colored with brown speckles all over her. But then on her face, she had black speckles. She's a very distinct, like beautiful looking dog. Her name is Rory. Um, and her owners were sitting at the log next to us. And we're just sort of like enjoying our f- budding friendship. Uh, and uh, she had little crimped ear hairs on her ears, which is my favorite. She was just like really not into the ocean. She was just into getting pets. And I was like, this is, the best dog beach experience I've had. And it was really picturesque there. The sun was setting and I was taking Instagram videos or Instagram stories. You went live. I I wish I should have gone live. You should have gone live. I never never, shit on people, but you should have gone live. I'm (laughs) sorry. Next time we'll do better. I've never gone live before. I'm too scared. I Um, did once and I washed my car. Oh, that I would have watched that. Yeah. I have car pride. (laughs) What kind of car do you have? It's a, oh, it's kind of new to me. I just got it like in February. It's, I got off my sister. It's a Matrix. Oh, I've got a Yaris. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> we well, could it's Jay's caravan Yaris. somewhere. Yeah. I feel like the Matrix and the Yaris are sort of like totally. related. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I was videoing Rory and just being a beautiful dog. And then all of a sudden she starts peeing on the page. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, my favorite kind of uh, happy accident is when you wind up just being a creep who's filming an animal while they're going to the bathroom. Yeah. So Rory is my puppo. Alicia, who's your puppo? My puppo is Hank. He went on his first uh, mini pack walk yesterday with a bunch of dogs and he did really well. He has no dog friends. So it was really, he I was really impressed with how well behaved he was. And uh, I, I was really proud of him. He's my puppo. What's a pack walk? It's the thing they do at Discover Dogs, like Kingsway and Fraser. On Tuesday nights, it's at 5.30. Cat, the dog trainer, does this like sort of volunteer dog walk with people in the community who want to do that. Like um, a really nice dog was there, and she's like a very mellow, like massive pit bull mix of some sort. And she's very gentle with Hank. We've known her since Hank was eight weeks old, and 
And then there's some dogs with some behavior issues, like fear stuff around other dogs. And so you just kind of work on those things while you walk together. Yeah. It's like group therapy for love dogs. It. Yeah. I and love Hank it. was great. Like he really doesn't get that kind of time because of his injury. I'm always really cautious. But it was perfect. And he was really into it and really, really well behaved. So I'm proud of him. Yay, Hank. Good job, Hank. The way he's sitting right now, it looks like he is the podcast guest because yeah, totally. his face is closer to the mic than yours. I just got a really good I picture. I had Freaky Friday with, with Hank. Really? Probably. You'd want to just like experience life as Hank? Well, just if that was my avatar, I'd, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah, you could just plug into Hank? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Hank's, yeah, Hank... I, I mean, I would do that with any dog. I would just love... I would. I've already said it on this podcast. I would give... 10 years of my life to just know what dogs are thinking yeah. for like one day. <laughs> um, yeah. You could answer a lot of questions. Yeah. It's been like the central question of my life. It's like, what does a dog think? Anyway, uh, this has been the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for being our yeah, guest. Thanks for being such a great guest. Great pleasure. Um, do you have anything you want to plug your music? For example, Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's lots of it. It spans You are very prolific. Decades. Yeah. That's a there's just things that get caught in a log of jam. I'm actually not maybe I'll set the record straight here on retail nightmares. I'm like not <laughs> actually prolific. I just feel like some things just like kind of back up. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it just seems like, oh gosh, he's doing a new thing. Everything just all comes out at once. But I do have a new record coming out in September or October. It's called Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. That's a great name for a record. Bless. <laughs> Are you on social media? Yeah. How can people look you up? Mm, on Instagram, I'm Nicholas Kurgovich. That's at N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S underscore K-R-G-O-V-I-C-H. And then And you're Twitter's. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do my best. <laughs> I kind of felt felt like I found my voice as soon as someone told me what a story was. Like I saw those circles right. forever and I was like, what are these circles? <laughs> my friend Anita was like, No, you do this. And she just like and I was like, Oh, and I just could not stop doing it. Yeah. It's so fun. Jay did one of his first ones today. Oh, really? And Actually. it was because he was watching me do all my stories mm. last night at the beach. And he was always like, You're so good at this. And I was like, I honestly feel like it's the thing I am best at. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's so easy. And I love watching. It's like I love friend TV. I love like tuning into friend TV mm -hmm. every day, every morning or whatever. And just That's like, sweet. Yeah. It's, it's so. It's the best. Except it takes like half an hour yeah. <laughs> to watch everything. Yeah. It's like my stories. Yeah. Watching my stories. Watching your stories. Yeah. Um, And you're on Twitter. Yeah. And Kurgovich. And I'm not the best at being pithy, but I try. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're great. I'm ever. No, thanks. <laughs> Alicia, do you have anything coming up? Our tickets for Come Draw With Me are already starting to sell. So if you really? want to see it, September 22nd. Um, and that's it for now. How about you, Jessica? I've got a show on August 11th. Uh, it's Smooth Fest. And it's going to be... Uh, What's that? It's, Smooth Fest is uh, my friend Rob and maybe Tom also have this little like uh, boutique record label. Mm called smooth effects uh and this is will be the second annual uh smooth fest where it's just it's at dynamo arts and it's just the the first one was like smooth sort of bands but this time they've asked energy slime to play and i'm like we're definitely the antithesis of smooth <laughs> we're like quite uh i don't know manic mm -hmm. um 
but it will be the the debut of a, a brand new energy slime song so i'm very excited for everyone to hear that it's called zucchini castle i love it a lot i get to play a synthesizer solo nice. so hmm. check it out um improved or like pre-composed um I think it's it's got like a melody to uh -huh. it, but there might be <laughs> some flourishes. There might be uh, a lot of variations going on to that melody because it'll be the first time I've ever done it. <laughs> um, but if anyone likes the podcast and has deep pockets, please subscribe. Is that it? No. Donate to our Patreon. Uh, we just released as of today a Red Hot Chili Peppers video. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's us reacting to a red hot chili peppers video circa the time that nick spent money on mm. them okay. and uh it's special if you pledge five dollars a month you can get access to all that fun stuff and if you don't have money you can review us on itunes i just realized that the U.S. iTunes and the Canadian iTunes have completely different ratings. So we've got so many people with both of them combined who have given us ratings. And it uh, warms my heart. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, everybody. And I hope everyone has a great week and a happy Leo season. Mm. Uh, namaste to everyone. Happy birthday, Alicia. Thank happy you, guys. Birthday, <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast. No problem. Mwah. 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 Mwah.